right. Welcome back to another episode, ladies and gentlemen. And joining us today, we've got the reigning, defending champion of All-Stars, John A. How's it going? Good. I'm so happy that we're finally doing this. Um, it's so funny because I feel like this has been a long time coming. We were supposed to do the interview before, and it just, my life is crazy with my kids. And, you know, but I'm I'm happy to finally do it now. I'm actually glad in a way that the interview is happening now of all times, because I feel like for the two of us, we're both in much better spots with our respective areas. Like you're honestly, you just got done cranking out a third one of these. And then I'm obviously in a much different place than when we first connected. So you've been getting a lot of cool people on here. So yeah, I got to do it. How weird was that just now to be introduced as reigning defending champ? Like, I'm sure in the year 2022, you wouldn't have expected to be uh, hearing that. Absolutely not. I thought that my challenge days were, like, over. Like, when I got the call for All-Stars 1, like, I have, have you heard that story? Um, yeah. <laughs> Jasmine. She's from my uh, Cancun season. Yep. She was supposed to be on All-Stars 1. She she got casted, and then something happened, and so she couldn't go. And then I got called, like, on New Year's Eve, and it was, like, my favorite casting person. And she's like, Jane, um, can you leave in, like, two weeks? And I'm like, I haven't talked to you in, like, seven or eight years. <laughs> Matter of fact, I, uh, I saw when Mark was doing the whole, like, We Want OGs, like, movement and stuff. And I was like, that's so cool. I can't wait to watch it if it happens. But I, like, never considered myself a part of the OG cast. But I guess, like, right when my um, season of Cancun was airing was, like, right on the cusp of, like, old school and new school. So it was, like, a complete out-of-the-blue thing. And, um, yeah, like, I can't can't believe it. I I went to All-Stars 1, like, didn't work out, didn't – I was not ready at all um but it was just like a good time for me to go I didn't think that I would ever do the challenge again I thought that was like an old part of my life and that it would never come up again (laughs) but I mean what a year yeah seriously like three seasons in a year I mean (laughs) it was crazy and that was a pretty quick turnaround for you too with like uh you know I think you were how many months postpartum was it eight was it yeah, so when I left for the show, I was seven. So, like, by the, the final, I was eight months. Um, but I, yeah, I just had a baby. I had Cal in June during COVID, during the pandemic. And um, I, like, a week before I got the call, I, to be a replacement, um, <laughs> I, I had just tried formula. Like, I was breastfeeding. I breastfed my daughter for, like, 16 months. And um, so I had... I had just tried formula because of like other reasons. And had I not done that, I would have been like, oh no, I can't go because I'm, you know, still breastfeeding. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was, it was crazy. It's, I didn't expect to go to that season. And then I was gone last year filming the three seasons. I totaled it up and I was gone for four and a half months. Wow. Yeah. It was, it was hard, like, uh, you know, leaving my baby and, mm-hmm. I was, I guess, more freaked out than he probably was. He's fine. Yeah. He's thriving. He's doing great. Um, but it was it was hard, uh, you know, leaving. But I and I, I can imagine like leaving now. 
back imagine, then, I imagine was, like, parents really leaving on the now flagship. That he's, now that he's almost two, he like knows. Like, yeah. I think that there's like a separation anxiety stage where mm. uh, babies just like love their moms. But now I think maybe because I left a few times, he like won't let me out of his sight, <laughs> which I'm not mad at. So. Yeah, I know with, like, some of the parents that have done, like, the flagship show, a huge concern of theirs is, you know, obviously separation anxiety because they go through that kind of self-doubt where they're like, if I leave for this extended period of time, like, what if my child, like, forgets me? You know what I mean? And that's, yeah. like, a very real thought that people yeah. don't take into consideration. Did, did that ever cross your mind? It, oh, yeah, absolutely. I'm like, he's not going to know. I'm his mom. So when I came back from season one – like every he was fine everything was fine um and we had like a long period between season one season two and season two I was really worried about that I was like more and more stressed I was like he's not gonna remember who I am and when I got back I remember I got back and he was already asleep but I got back and he woke up in the middle of the night um and I was like let me go change his diaper because I'm like I want to go see my baby you know um and I I remember in the middle of the night just being like, Cal, do you, I was like, hi. I'm like, do you remember me? And he's just like, yeah, hi, mommy. Like he was just smiling and so happy. So it was cute. That's beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure you had to have uh, obviously realized coming off of that first season of All Stars, the show had definitely taken like a substantially bigger direction in the competition aspect, right? Like these were things that, uh, you know, you probably had to train for a lot more than I'm sure you went into like one of your original seasons, you know, training for, I would have to assume, right? What? Like I had, the tra- I had to train more for All-Stars? Yeah. Well, you know, honestly, I should have trained back in the day. That's what everybody else was doing. But um, when I left season one, like I was just, I was so like grateful. I couldn't believe like once again, that I was like in Argentina, which by the way is the most beautiful location. I love, I loved Argentina. Um, and I just like, couldn't believe I was where I was. And you know, it was a new show. So we didn't know like, would the fans like it? Like, would it get good ratings? Like anything. So I decided like, as soon as I got back, like the second day I got back, I gave myself one day rest. The next day I started training. Um, because I was like, you know, if I get this opportunity again, then I want to be ready. Cause you know, I had never made a final before in um, past seasons and just being there and knowing like what it took, like physically, mentally, all of that, I kind of like had that knowledge. So I was just like, you know, I want to prepare in case I ever get this opportunity again. And then like, if not, then, you know, it's cool. This is giving me the motivation to like lose the baby weight and stuff. I needed to anyway, so. Yeah, it seemed like the the challenge bug had kind of caught you once that All-Stars 1 final got wrapped because to see yourself do something in a position to where, in your mind, you don't feel like you were in a position to do but exceeded your own expectations, you're only going to want more if that yeah. opportunity were to come again. And it seems yeah. like you made the most of that. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's hard, though. It's a hard – I will say – hard balance like as a mom because I'm just like weighing out you know do I go to this like do I take this opportunity um actually Brad Brad said it best to me uh I told him I think it was after like season two when we met and like all that I was like listen they called me for another season I'm like Brad I need you personally to call me and be like Johnny don't go (laughs) (laughs) I'm telling you now I don't want to and Brad looked at me he's like I can't do that 
I'm sorry. He's like, he's like, I have kids. He's like, you know, kids are resilient. He's like, this opportunity is so great. And he's like, you're a badass. You're a mom. Like, I'm sorry. I'm not going to be that friend that tells you not to go. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'm sure we'll work our way back up to uh, maybe some of the all-star stuff. But I, what I like to do when I have my guests on, especially those who kind of came up during that era of which the real world was still a thing. I like to gauge and kind of get their perspectives on their, uh, yeah, on their kind of come ups. But for those that don't know, the real world was not your first reality show. (laughs) (laughs) You were actually on what was called endurance. Am I correct? Have you you seen any of it? A few clips. Yeah. (laughs) You were 13, right? Yes. I was 13. Um, on endurance long time ago, 20 years ago. Um, yeah, I mean, it's kind of crazy, uh, that I did that show when I was younger. And then like, now that I'm an adult, I did another reality competition show. Um, it's funny actually. So there's somebody else, um, who is on survivor right now, who was also on endurance that like people have been tagging me in and they're like, Oh my gosh, Jonathan from survivor. He's also did endurance back in the day. And I was like, that's so crazy. With Um, you or a different season? No, different season. I was on the first season. um, Mm -hmm. And it was like a trial show. Like they weren't sure if they'd do more or whatever, but ended up being pretty popular. It was on on NBC, on Discovery Kids, Saturday mornings. (laughs) And um, yeah, I... I did that show. I was, uh, they had kids like ages like 13 to 15, I think, as the youngest person there. And um, it's literally like, if you watch it, it's literally like the challenge. It's you're in teams, you do daily competitions, there's like eliminations and all that. It's literally like the challenge for kids. I'm curious then, how did you maybe? get on to that show was it similar in the process of how a real world casting would work or was this something that it kind of um, out? no no um so the reason the way that I found out about it um so when I was like 10 to 14 I did I was like modeling and acting and like doing just different yeah. stuff and I had an agent and they were like oh you match the fit for this show that's going to be on NBC and so I tried out for it I don't really remember the like tryout process of it yeah um, but that's how I found out about it. And wow. Then, yeah. <laughs> that's funny. Did that did that come up at all in your real world process when they, you know, talk to you? I'm sure. I mean, they they ask you everything. Those t- those interview tapes, like they know more about my life and about me deep down as a person than I know about myself. So <laughs> uh, I don't remember. I want you to kind of set the stage for me now, kind of what you were up to prior to, uh, you know, your real world, because I want to set the stage myself here from what I know, Tempe, Arizona, which seems to kind of be like a pipeline for some cast members. Like it's a little bit of a niche area. We've seen you, um, Derek, I know Avery's from that area too, I believe. And someone else who I think you actually worked at the hair salon with was, uh, Ryan Leslie from, uh, Jimmy's. Oh, yes. Oh my gosh. (laughs) What was he like? Oh, he, him and I went to um, hair school together. Yeah. So I went to Tony and Guy Academy. Um, so when I left uh, high school, I got a full ride scholarship to ASU um, based on like academics and all the things that I was in. I, I got the scholarship. So I went to ASU for a semester and I was like 
I don't like this. <laughs> I went to like the meetings for like, you know, when uh, you meet up and whatever. And I looked around and like everybody who's here has worked their whole lives up to this point to be here. And I'm like, I don't, this isn't for me. And so I was like, you know what? I'm at a crossroads. Like I need to figure out what I want to do. And I decided that hair was my passion. So I went to hair school and yes, Ryan Leslie also went to hair school with me. Totally forgot about that. Um, (laughs) And uh, it, what's crazy is, is like they had MySpace back then. So when I was like on my lunch break, I was sitting with my friend Chad and I was like so close to graduating and I was sitting there and like, there's something that came up. It was like the bulletins or whatever. It's like, try out for season 22 of the real world um, at this bar on Mill Avenue. And I knew that bar well. And I was like, oh my gosh, that's so funny. And then Chad's like, I want to try out. So he said, we should go together. And I was like, no, I can't miss any, I can't miss Saturday because I can't miss any more school. Um, Cause I was at my max of like amount of hours you can miss or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> but anyways, I, I went, um, we both did, and I ended up making it to the next step. And while I was filling out my um, packet of like all the 10,000 million questions about your life, I saw Derek there. Derek, yeah. Yes. And it was so crazy because we work at the same bar at this point. We work at Cadillac Ranch and uh, he was a bartender and I was a server at the time, I think. But I, I was just like, hey, you want to cover my shift later? Because I'm like, I... I don't want to work tonight. And he's like, no, he's like, I can't. Or it was, it was like a funny exchange. And I vividly remember it. But as the process went on, like, you know, Derek, you know, he's like, Hey, did you get the next call? And I was like, no, I didn't get the next call. Like must not have made it, you know, but it's funny. Um, Cause it's like, as it went on, you know, we get to the finals and Derek and I were like, okay, we're not going to tell them that, you know, we know each other. Cause like we want to better our chances. And I remember Jim Johnson came in and he's like, Hey, so I hear, you know, another one of the cast members. And I was like, what do you mean? <laughs> I don't know anybody, but I guess Derek during his final interview was like, Oh yeah, by the way, I know this girl. So but yeah, it was pretty funny to like get casted with someone that like you actually know, you know, and hang out with. That must've think- felt a little weird. Yeah. Cause not that it defeats the purpose of like real world, like, Oh, seven strangers, but I'm, so happy and grateful that like we went together because Derek's like yeah (laughs) have you interviewed him oh yeah way back when you're actually the the fourth of your female cast that I have yet to interview that's now happening so yeah (laughs) finally got a four for four and not the one from Wendy's No, but um, was it ever explained to you guys, like, in that process with uh, you and Derek, like, how maybe far into it, if they had known that you guys knew each other, like, what maybe would have changed? Because, to my knowledge, only one other time have they casted two people that knew each other, but that was for a specific purpose. Like, back in the day, they casted two people from the same, like, army base for Real World Seattle, whereas, like, you guys, you know, you, you were two people who knew each other. But do you think, like, if uh, they knew earlier into the process that you guys knew each other, that would have been a different uh, outcome? Like, was it ever um, explained? I don't know, because I was just trying to keep it a secret. <laughs> I was like, I don't want to, like, help your chances versus mine, you know? <laughs> so, 
I don't know if it would have made a difference. But yeah, I, 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 it happened the way that it did. Yeah, no, I think it definitely worked out the way. I was just wondering, like, if, uh, you know, if that would have... Yeah, I need to, you know, I need to, like, ask, like, I need to hit up some old producers or whatever and be like, at what point did you know? (laughs) Yeah, maybe maybe they wanted that? I don't know. Could have been. Did you happen to watch Ryan Leslie's season by any chance? Um, I don't know if I actually watched the whole season. But I do know about his season. <laughs> okay. Oh. <laughs> yeah. The reason why the reason why I brought that up is because I had him on last year, and he actually you were a part of his process, believe it or not. Really? He told the story about how when you first got back from filming, like him and I think his brother saw you, and we were like, "Oh, I thought you were going to film that show," and then you said, "Oh, I just got back," and then, <laughs> and that's what kind of inspired Ryan to go and try out. Yeah. Well, I remember, um, like, I'm pretty sure that when he did his tryouts, they were then at the bar that I worked at. So I was like, oh, we're doing tryouts. Like, yeah, you know, should go. (laughs) (laughs) So you obviously make your debut on the real world Cancun, which is definitely a very beloved season. I think you guys rating wise actually might have. It was you and Vegas were like pretty close. That's what Derek's. Yeah. I don't know anything about the ratings or like, you know, how our season did, but that's pretty cool though. That's and you guys, you guys kind of, didn't you guys season get cut short too, I believe because of the, yes. the hurricane? No, they were like, we, we have enough of you. <laughs> Why was I that? Not, I don't know, but we were supposed to be there. So we left in January. We were supposed to film for five months. I think our return home date was in May, but in April, I mean, that's how I took it. I was like, they have enough for the whole show. There's been enough drama. We don't need to film yeah. anymore. But I didn't know if there was a hurricane coming or not. But I think there there might have been. Probably. I mean, very likely. I mean, we were just um, in Mexico. And yeah. we were quarantined. Like, we were quarantined. And then they're like, okay, we actually have to stay here longer because Hurricane Grace is coming. I'm like, what? <laughs> they literally had to, like... On season two, they had to, like, take apart the house, take all, like, the cameras and expensive stuff because our house was literally, like, on the beach. So we, you know, we weren't sure what was happening, but they're like, okay, we're going to quarantine for, like, a few days. And then it turned into five days. And then the hurricane was coming, so it turned into nine days. Wow. It's awful. Like, mid-game, we're, we're playing a game. We're almost there, all of that. And then they're like, okay, you guys have to be in solitary confinement. <laughs> for some people i think that the whole uh quarantine thing is good because they're like i need my space and stuff but for me i don't like i can do it for like a day or two but i don't like like sitting in a room by myself for 10 days no it doesn't seem like the ideal uh accommodation <laughs> yeah no they're like you can't leave i'm like no i want to go say hi to friends <laughs> I'm actually really curious if you thought this as well, because when you guys were returning to Cancun and you had obviously you, Derek, Jasmine are all going to be there for. Uh, oh, there you are. <laughs> yeah, I'm actually curious since, uh, you know, you guys were going to Cancun for season two and then the amount of Cancun people that were going there. I had to think like at some point that this was going to be a battle of the, battle season. Of the season. Did you right? get that impression as well? I. When I knew that Derek and Jasmine were going, and I knew that like Emily was an alternate, yeah, 
Um, I I thought it was going to be a battle of the seasons type thing. I wasn't sure what they were going to do, but um, and it was just crazy to me that you know I started. I forget when it was that we uh, but I started this whole journey, you know, in 2009, and then it was like a whole full circle experience, um, experience for me, like to start the process in Cancun and then to like win, come back and win full in search. Cancun. It was like, it was pretty epic for me. It was like, it hit closer to home, you know? Did those memories start to flood back once you got there? Yeah. I can't even tell you. So when we arrived and we got to the airport and we walked out, I don't know if, have you been to Cancun? No. (laughs) Well, when you walk out of the Cancun airport, there's like this like weird, like little restaurant. When I walked out, I was like, this is, it's like deja vu. Like it's crazy to be here again, filming and doing this whole experience. Like it was, it was wild. The, The place that you guys worked at wasn't there anymore. I heard. Um, oh, Student City? Student City. Yeah, I don't know what happened with Student City, but, I mean, Student City was a pretty uh, popular travel company when we worked there. Um, I'm pretty sure that, like, they ended up selling it to, like, a different company, and I don't know if um, Student City still travels there, but at the time when we were there in 2009, it was, like, a big deal. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was kind of not only did I think about the battle of the seasons thing, there was also part of me that felt like because I'm sure you're aware that homecomings are like making waves now with uh, revisiting real world seasons. Part of me thought that if maybe they didn't think that a real world Cancun homecoming would happen, this was the closest thing that we'll get by <laughs> having like as many Cancun people on this season right. plus being in you know what's Cancun. Crazy is like- I was so happy that there were so many Cancun people and I'm like, this is awesome. And we're in Cancun. But honestly, when we got there, it like kind of put a target on our backs. Like a little bit. People use anything, but people start to look at like connections and different things. And they're like, Oh, there's three Cancun people here. Like we gotta, we gotta break that up. (laughs) The only, the only other seasons that had that many people is like me, Derek and Jasmine. And then it was like Katie, Sophia and Steve. Right. Um, mm Mm-hmm. So it was like, it was a good thing. But at the same time, you're like, is this a good thing or is this a bad thing? <laughs> yeah. yeah, there was like the canned meat thing, I think, was the thing going on, right? It was a thing. Yeah. So <laughs> uh, I forget who started the group text with, uh, it was like me and Derek and Emily and then um, Ryan and Casey. And Ryan, yeah. yeah. Um, and we were all like texting. We're like, we should all work together. And I was like, I think we need like a group name. And we were coming up with like, it was like Can Mead or Teen Spam because it's like Cancun, Fresh Meat. It was like a, yeah. It was what? a joke, but it kind of, I mean, it was a real thing. And, you know, turned it helps in the end. Well, what do, what do you okay. pronounce it as? Because at first I was calling it Canned Meat instead of Can Meat. I would call it Can Meat. Yeah. Can me? <laughs> Which is where we get the spam, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Makes sense. <laughs> what, what do you feel like the likelihood is as far as uh, real world homecoming for Cancun would be? Oh, I don't know. I mean, it's the same as how I feel about actually being an all-star and OG. Like, I feel we're the 22nd season, so mm-hmm. I don't know where homecoming's going, but there's definitely a lot more seasons before us that 
probably will do homecoming. But uh, as far as actually yes filming it goes, I don't know, because there's we have eight people in our cast. I know six people maybe would go, but there's two people that probably wouldn't. So mm-hmm. I don't know if that's a very likely possibility. Yeah. I would love it. I think that'd be yeah. cool. You know what? Actually, I went back to Cancun, and so our house was at the Me by Maria Hotel. It was like this whole suite or whatever. I went back there, and I wanted to like see it. But it's a different hotel now, so I don't know if they still have the sweet me or not. Because they were they were under renovation, I think, and then because of COVID, like it got stopped or whatever. So they weren't like a running hotel when I went there. They may be open now, but it's a it's a completely different hotel. Yeah. So I know a popular thing to do when people immediately come off their real world seasons, I call it the running of the bulls because everybody is like trying to soak those 15 minutes. They're going on the uh, speaking engagement, the bar tours. Um, I know a lot of people go to L.A. after. What did you maybe try to pursue or maybe what opportunities uh, came your way? Well, so after after my show, um, we, you know, we filmed after shows, we filmed the reunion, different things. And that was the first time. Well, no, it's the first time that I've been to Los Angeles. I, I went um, to like San Diego and LA, like on family vacations growing up. But as an adult going there, I was like, oh, this place is amazing. So I did the same thing I think that a lot of us do. And um, I was at a, you know, a crossroads. Like I had graduated from hair school. I just filmed a season. And at that point in my life, I was like, I need something different. So I moved to LA Um, I wasn't necessarily pursuing acting or anything like that, but I just really liked being there. So I wanted to go. (laughs) I think I did see you in like one of the LMFAO music videos. Was that? Yeah, you did. (laughs) That was (laughs) so funny. (laughs) I look at, I, I, I haven't looked at it recently, but I saw it has like 52 million gazillion views. Like it's crazy. Um, but that is because so we were working with different artists in Cancun and LMFAO like came to our house, came, partied with us, and it was like we had this like whole like bond. Like they were up and coming, you know, we were up and coming, and um they came to Arizona to do like a concert and it was like at a at a bar or like a I don't know, it was like at a venue, right? And they pulled me out on stage and sang that song to me and I like I was a little drunk, but I danced and it was fun. And then afterwards, they're like, hey, do you want to come to um, L.A. tomorrow and, like, film a music video? And I was like, sure. So I was like, that yeah, it'll be cool. great. <laughs> and then that's how that happened. <laughs> but it's funny because they, like, came to our reunion and then did a performance and everything. Wow. Yeah, that's so cool. It felt like uh, you guys were definitely, like, had, like, a little bit of a Vegas aura to you, even though you were, like, a later season, I felt. Yeah, because it was definitely like, I mean, come on, Cancun is known to be um, a place for partying. I mean, our job was literally like spring break, grad trips, all of that. Every week, like 3,000 new travelers would come in, and which was kind of crazy because we couldn't like really form bonds with people. Like, so on real world seasons, you know, you see people that like meet people and have coworkers and all that. Like, we didn't really we weren't really able to make connections with anybody except for ourselves because we made connections with people and then they would leave because they were on spring break. So um, I, I do think it is definitely a party season, party vibe. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I was 19 when I was casted. 
20, I never really like drank and partied and, you know, yeah. growing into that atmosphere. Like it, it was a recipe for disaster <laughs> for me. Well, was it maybe a culture shock for you coming off the show, like returning to normal life? I'm, I'm curious, like where your stance is, because a lot of people I speak to, they don't really wa- like watching themselves back or like watching themselves on TV. Did you, did yeah. you go through that? Or were you one of those people that likes to watch yourself back? watching myself necessarily um what's what's crazy is when you go and watch it it's like you feel like it's just a small snippet of what happened you know and I just feel like there are so many memories and so many moments that didn't get put into all the episodes so like the memories that I had from Cancun um you know didn't really all quite get shown you know but um after I got back I you know was just living life like I think after I got back then you know back in the day they used to do like you know appearances and bar tours and stuff and I think that like social media kind of maybe ruined that for us because you know people once they're social media people now have access to you daily like they can log in and see you back then you know people were like oh my gosh somebody's so-and-so from the real world's coming to this bar I'm gonna go you know so um coming back it was it was a crazy time because the same, the same company, Student City, that we worked for um, the following year, like, hired us to go on spring break again, but to just, like, party and, like, host and stuff. And that was a crazy fun time. <laughs> and then we all know that you made your debut on Rivals 1 Challenge Speaking. However, yeah. there uh, is... There is this one instance. I don't know if you've talked about this, but I, I, I've been so curious about this because what I want to flash back two seasons prior because it was fresh meat, too. I've heard and mm-hmm. people know that we've saw that there was supposed to be a final girl, but they lost their passport. But it was never explained to us who that girl was. was but me. I've heard that it's you. <laughs> it is this me. true? You know, what's funny is I. Uh, Cause you know that now that Paramount has like all of the um, episodes up, I, one day I was thinking, I was like, did they, did they ever say like, Oh, Johnny lost her passport. So like, I went back and watched like the very first, like 15 minutes um, of it. But TJ literally says like one of our female competitors couldn't make it into the country. And I was like, Oh my gosh. Um, Cause Canada's like, you know, known for like not letting people in because of DUIs and you know, whatever. No, it wasn't a deal. It wasn't any criminal charges. It was literally, um, I lost my passport. So, At the airport? Yes. So what happened? So I, I, I was actually in Toronto the like day or two before and I called the talent coordinator and I was like, Hey, cause they like book all of our travel and stuff. I was like, Hey, can you actually switch my flight from Phoenix to pr- Toronto to wherever we go? And she's like, why, why are you in Toronto? Or like, why do you think that? I think she was trying to, she thought I was trying to figure out like what country we were going to, but I was literally just there. Um, but so went back to Arizona. And so, so we flew like Alaskan airlines or something. And so our flights were set up. So usually what they do is they fly everybody because we're all from different parts of the U S flies to one city. And then from that city, we then, they take our phones and all that stuff. And then we then travel together to wherever we're going so this time, you know, and which would is my first challenge. I knew nothing about any the challenge or anything. Um, 
flew from Phoenix to Seattle. And even though it was like my rookie season, technically I was a vet because, cause it was fresh meat, you know? Yeah. Um, so the 12 of us all stayed in hotel rooms. We were all like hanging out. I remember that. They Who was your roommate? When? When, when you guys were staying in the hotel, like, do you remember like, did we have roommates? Oh, I don't know. I just assumed. I know. I think we were by ourselves. Oh, okay. I think I think we were all like we all just like went and hung out in one room and we're all hanging out and stuff. Oh, you were with the veterans, like you actually saw. Yeah. So it was the twelve. Okay. Yeah, I didn't. I never saw any of the rookies. Um, but so then, so the next morning they're like, okay, our flight's super early. Whatever. Five a.m. We get to the Seattle airport and we go through the process of like they take our stuff and then we're going to go check in to see where we're going and all that. And I could not find my passport anywhere. I was like, oh my gosh, like, where is it? You know, like freaking out, panicking. Um, and I didn't know like what to do. So I was like, should I go back to the hotel? Like maybe I left it in my room. Maybe it's in somebody else's room. Like I need to go back. I, I, I was on the phone. I called the hotel. Um, there, uh, the town coordinator at the time, was, she was like, okay, well, we're going to continue on. Um, you know, here's the info, whatever, setting it up. So the whole cast left. I went back to the hotel, searched. I got a key to all 12 rooms, even though I wasn't in all 12. I was just like, (laughs) maybe somebody has my passport, you know, freaking out. Um, and then, so then I, um, messaged her and I was like, Hey, I can't find it. You know, what do I do? And she's like, unfortunately, like we start filming at, at like 6 p.m. or whatever it was, like, since you can't find it, like, I'm sorry, we we have to replace you. So they then called Evelyn, and Evelyn was like en route to Vancouver. And I was sitting, I remember sitting at the hotel and I was just like, I just I literally just quit my job at the bar that Derek and I worked at. Um, all my life was like building up to this moment. I'm like, it's my first season. I was so upset. Um, and then I get a call from from Alaskan Airlines and they're like hey Miss Mannion um we have your passport here at the airport so I guess what happened so I was wearing this like salmon like hoodie and so I I would have my passport just like in my pocket note to self like you know keep your passport somewhere yeah. safe um I flew here's the thing. I flew from Phoenix to Seattle with Wes and I remember we were talking about all kinds of stuff I don't remember exactly what it was, but I think that like Wes was probably doing that thing where he like recruits rookies. Or something. <laughs> so but anyways, my, I remember like I, my hoodie and it was just down here. So I guess what happened is it fell out of my pocket on the flight and it was, it just, it's so crazy because there's so many times I think of like, what if I would have gone, what if that wouldn't have happened? And people from fresh meat too have told me like, we wish you were there because Evelyn came in and, you know, she tapped on that house or whatever. Yeah. So that was like my favorite house, like just structure wise, like how, how it looked. Yeah. That was a beautiful house too. I know you're not like a cold weather person, but that was a beautiful house. Yeah. I would love to go to Vancouver, but it was a cool house. Like once I actually went back and saw it and such a cool setup because Fresh Meat 2, you got so many people from the Fresh Meat cast that then became a part of the show that I would have loved to have been there. But, you know, everything happens for a reason. I can't, you know, I, I for a few years following that, I was just, like, so upset. I was like, I should have gone on that show. And But, 
Well, then I'm rivals sorry. rivals came calling. Yeah. And one, 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 one of my favorite debuts by like a lady pairing was yours and Jasmine's because you guys like at that time rookies were just like picked off like it was their job. Oh, you know? yeah. But you guys came in like a bat out of hell. Like the first episode of the first night, I think, was the infamous uh, Jasmine hitting the mirror uh, moment, I believe. Yeah. But ma- what many people don't remember is what sparked that was, I believe, yours and uh, Camilla's argument, where I think she started calling yeah, you Jasmine. Yeah, which people haven't watched the argument. Like, when I watch it, I'm like, it doesn't even make sense. Like, we were so drunk. Like, what were we even arguing about? She called you Jasmine. She kept calling you the yeah, wrong name. Yeah, and it turned into a whole, like, thing. So stupid. I literally, like, I've gone back and watched, like, episodes of Rivals, and I literally had this, like, First of all, like a wine glass should have like five ounces in it. Like it was like full to the top. And I'm like, I look at myself. I'm like, you're drunk. You should go to bed. <laughs> so you probably um, have no clue what that fight was even about. Yeah, I think that she called me Jasmine. And then it was probably, I don't know. It's like the challenge. So probably like pent up, build up stuff. Everybody's, you know, fighting. So Kim and I were arguing. And then Jasmine came to my defense. And then Teresa started arguing with Jasmine. And... And then, know. and then they became rivals on the next one. Yeah. <laughs> the domino right. effect, I swear. <laughs> right. But yeah, when I was doing like a deep dive of your seasons, of course, I did notice like, you know, you won the very first daily challenge with Jasmine on that season and you guys went pretty far for a rookie team. And then I was watching rivals too. And I noticed that although Paula and Emily were like the Tina beat, you and Nani were close behind. So that's like when people are seeing your all-star performances and maybe the people that are getting caught by surprise by like your performance of like, wow, Johnny is like a beast. Like I went back and I checked and I was like, Maybe, like, she actually was never, like, a bad competitor to begin yeah. with. Do you yeah. think it's maybe because you weren't, like, maybe outspoken back then? And that's why people, like... Yeah, would- I hadn't come into myself then. And I was just, I like I said, I was always so constantly worried about hurting people's feelings and all, you know, all the different moves. I was, I was like, there and I was in game mode. And my friendships and my relationships... I held to a higher standard than advancing in the game. Like I wasn't actually playing the game then. So, I mean, I've always, I feel like I've always had it in me, but I just, you know, it was never the right time. Is, is like maybe you coming on rival or rivals coming on all stars. Is it maybe kind of about like reshaping your challenge story in a way? Because I feel like your first time around, you were always like, people would associate you with something, whether it be your Cancun people or like a relationship or a partner. Like, you know, now it's like you're standing. Yeah. Like you're standing on your own two feet in a way. Did that play any factor in your returns? Oh yeah. So it's kind of crazy because, you know, my last season that I did before doing all stars was battle of the exes. And after that season, I was just like, I am, I'm done with this chapter. Like, you know, um, and I, I was just, I was in a weird place back then. And so I kind of felt like I, the challenge was like this book and that was the end of it. And when I got the call for all stars, it was like an opportunity that was given to me to like rewrite the last chapter or write a sequel to the, this thing that was like a huge part of my life, you know? So it was, it's really cool. I don't know if there are many people that get the chances that I've gotten and like 
the opportunity to come back and feel like you're your whole self and a whole person and compete. So. Was it an organic process for you, like stepping away after Battle of the X's too, or was it a conscious effort by you? What person? Was it like an organic process with stepping away after X's too, or was it like a conscious effort made on your end to step away? Well, it was, I was a mess after, not just because of after X's too, I think just in life in general, like I was just, ugh, <laughs> I look back <laughs> and I'm like, ugh. <laughs> um, but it was, it was a little bit of both. I mean, I got called for bloodlines and um, I remember specifically during the casting process that like you need, uh, it has to be like a sibling or it has to be like a first cousin, like by blood. And I was adopted. So I did, I wasn't really in contact with people who were, you know, related to me. Mm -hmm. Um, and so I, I remember I tried, I was like, Oh, can my best friend be my sister? And they're like, no. <laughs> so after that, I was just like, mm, you know, maybe this is like a sign I need to be done. I need to like move on. And cause you know, I just, I don't know at what point you like decide when it's time to hang the hat, but I just, I knew what I wanted for my life. And I just like, I wanted to find someone and find and get a family and get married and have kids and stuff. So I just like looked at my life at that moment. And I was just like, this maybe isn't, this is a sign. Like if I'm not going to be on this next show, like I should be done for a while. Well, it all came back and worked around. It does hey! seem crazy. <laughs> My my favorite, one of my favorite moments of yours, actually, and I, a lot of people would probably agree with me on this, was your elimination that you and Jasmine won against Sarah and Caitlin. Uh, yeah. well, mostly just because... I just saw it, so, like, MTV, they, like, they made, like, a highlight. Yeah, you got your own highlight tape. Yeah, that's cool. Um, but, yeah, I just I just rewatched it because of that. But that is, that is one of my favorite moments. <laughs> it, it was like, and I always pinpoint this when it's like the foreshadow moments are my favorite one because earlier in that episode if you remember uh like specifically sarah and caitlin wanted you to like and sarah and you had that little scene where she's like i think you know we could beat you oh, yeah. like I you're like you. in what and she's like things basically everything. implying like everything yeah <laughs> and to top it all off it was a puzzle of all things mm-hmm that you guys yeah. be and something that uh they like were expertises in apparently yeah i mean honestly like when you you know when you do the show you know that sarah she's so smart and puzzles are her thing and it was just it was funny because i was like i think that i'm underestimated like you don't know me or anything about me <laughs> um but the overconfidence of being like yeah i can beat you i can beat you you know <sighs> i mean it was her downfall <laughs> I think that was the first moment that, you know, that showed that I'm really capable. Like, you know, as far as, you know, if you stack up all the challenge competitors, I'm not like the biggest. At that time, I, like, I'm like, I wasn't the strongest. Um, but mentally, like, if you throw me a puzzle, if you throw me anything, like, if I'm focused, I can do it, you know? Oh, yeah. <laughs> really smart. <laughs> What would you say, like, the experience contrasts are, like, back then as opposed to now? Like, obviously, it's a condensed season with, like, All-Stars. You're only there for a shorter time. And you're obviously all, like, adults and parents and now. Whereas, like, back when you were on your original stint, I would probably say it was about – and you correct me if I'm wrong in your opinion. But I would say it was about 60% party and 40% competition. 
Yeah. I mean, back then for me, yeah, it was probably 75, 25. <laughs> um, it, was, it was all about the experience because it was like, how cool is it to like go there and be in a foreign country and party with everybody? And I wasn't winning and getting to the end was never like on my mind. I wanted to compete. I wanted to show up. I wanted to like do what's right. If, if somebody came in like Laurel when she on Fresh Meat, when she was like, we're all voting for Anissa. And I'm like, I don't want to vote for Anissa. That's not right, you know, um, which, you know, ended up getting me sent in. Um, <laughs> back then, like my priorities, like in the whole game, it wasn't the same. Now, when I came into All Stars, I was like, okay, I'm taking time away from my family. I am here for a reason. And this is my time. This is my moment to get it done. <laughs> So, so you would say the competition aspect in uh, kind of how the show is now is more catered towards you, I guess you would say? Um, Kind of. So, I mean, I will say, like, it just depends. But B, because it's different from season one and two was like a different executive producer than season three. But um, as far as the competition goes, you know, I think maybe they had like a few injuries from season one. And so <laughs> they're like, these people are, they're not they're a little bit on the older side, like we need to tone it down a little bit. Um, but the eliminations, you know, um, aren't as like contact, yeah. like head on. They'll do like some sort of physical aspect, but then also throw in a puzzle too. Yeah. So for me, that's great. Oh yeah. <laughs> so I, lo- I love the equalizer. I mean, most people are like, no, but um the actual so i feel like when i was there before like every challenge was super physical and it was like this crazy thing um on all stars you know the first episode is always like something crazy cool and then the last episode like they always have like a few of the big ones um but i i don't know i wouldn't say that it's easier um maybe the the actual like the challenges and the eliminations aren't quite the same, but I will tell you though, the final, I, I mean, I, I can't say for sure. Cause like the finals before I never was in on the flagship shows. So I don't know how hard they were, mm. but I will tell you it's the hardest thing I have ever done. So I think that the finals are comparable from flagship to all stars. What was harder two or one final wise? <laughs> the great debate. Um, I with myself, um, so All-Stars 1, I was just, like, not as in a good shape, but also, like, the altitude and the, it was freezing cold. It was, like, they had to, like, when we did the overnight thing, they had to, every, like, hour, let us stop what we were doing and then go to the fire to have fire breaks so that, like, we wouldn't get hypothermia. Like, it was so cold and ugh, it was crazy. Um... I don't know. I'm going to have to say season two. <laughs> the final yeah. was harder. Just because, like, you throw in, it's still like a two day thing, but you throw in the heat, you throw in the humidity, and the, the competition level, all of it. I feel like overall, I feel like season two's final was the hardest one that I've done. Yeah, from experience, competing in the cold is a lot more up in my wheelhouse than uh, competing in the hot weather. So I'm kind of like you. Yeah, see, yeah. so for people like me, they're all dying and sweating and stuff. I'm like, I'm from the desert. I don't need water. <laughs> <You know? laughs> 
Well, let me ask you now, though. Say if, like, the flagship series was, like, condensed, would you ever consider it? That's a, that's a great question. Um, yeah, if it weren't for the timing thing and, you know, picking up and leaving my life for, what is it, 12 weeks? Um, yeah, if it were, I mean, maybe. I mean, I'm happy. I, I would love to, like, do the shows with people that I've done it before. Like, I would love to do another show with Nani. She's my fave. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I would love to, like, if you look at the challenge now, it's so, it's like cinematic. It's like you're filming an action movie. Like, they have, it's all, everything's blowing up, like, all this crazy stuff. So, like, yeah. I mean, it'd be cool, but I just, I don't know. <laughs> you and Nadi had such a yin and yang type dynamic on Rivals 2 where, like, the challenges, oh, my God. I, I just remember the the shock. Do you remember the dog collar one where they shocked you on Rivals uh, 2? Yes. It was like you guys were yelling in unison. Like, you would get shocked and then she would get I shocked. <laughs> I didn't even understand what we were supposed to do. Like, I was like, why are we getting shocked? The whole point is you're, you're supposed to get shocked and then find the opening. I did not understand what was going on. All I know is like, I don't like being blindfolded. I don't like the getting shocked. It was not good. <laughs> well, was it worse than like the rope thing that you had the shimmy across on All Stars 1? Ooh. Um, which was worse? I don't know. I, we didn't make it past the first rope when we did the, the shock collar thing. Um, I will tell you like the injury that I got from that rope thing. Like I was sitting on the rope like rubbing my skin raw like I wish I could show you pictures of afterwards like I couldn't even like Kendall was there like wrapping my legs because I she told me I had a weeping wound like Ooh. it just kept like leaking like it was so gross um my whole back of my leg there's still scars but was an open wound and she had to like wrap it up for me um I don't know I don't know which one was harder but um, I definitely still have the scars from the ropes challenge from All Stars One. Ah, uh, wow. Yeah, I couldn't even sit down. <laughs> yeah, people don't realize these things are hard. Yeah. <laughs> if you yeah. think it's hard watching them, it's even harder doing them. I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, uh, thank you for your time today. I had a fun time uh, chatting with you and having you on. I'm glad uh, we were f we were finally able to make this thing happen. And uh, for yeah. those who have checked this out, you can check John A again out on May 11th on Paramount Plus, where Ooh, she's uh, going to be defending her crown. So uh, thanks oh, yeah. again, John. You guys get ready. Season three's a good one. <laughs> yeah, stacked lineup yeah. for sure. For sure. All right, thank you, and uh, have a great weekend. Happy Mother's Day too. Tomorrow's. Thank you. Thank you so yeah. much. Yeah. Thank you so much. Nice talking to you. You too.